Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 151 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. Today, we have a great question from Pete. But before we get to that, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. FreshBooks.com is an awesome, easy-to-use cloud accounting solution, helping millions of small business owners, including myself, save time with invoicing and getting paid faster. But not only that, organizing everything that has to do with your finances. You can try FreshBooks right now for free. If you just go to getfreshbooks.com and enter show name Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section, uh, you, you can get your awesome free trial from FreshBooks. Thank you. Now let's get to today's question from Pete. Hey, Pat, this is Pete from ElfBoxes.com. My website loads very slowly. Is there something I can do to speed up how quickly it loads? Thanks. Pete, thank you so much for the question. This is a very common question, and you know, there's a lot of different ways to approach this. There's simple things you can do. There are complicated things you could do. There are cheap things you can do from things that are free all the way up to very expensive things that could cost a lot of money. So there, it depends on a lot of things. But I think the first thing people think about when they think about speeding up their website is they say, wow, I, I need a better server. I need to get on a better server. And that could be true. That could be true, but I wouldn't start there because you might not need a better server. You just might need to optimize the things that are on your website for speed, which I'll tell you about in a second. But in terms of your server, your server can make it slow if you don't have enough bandwidth or if you are sharing a particular server. For instance, you're using shared hosting solutions and other people on that same server are just taking up bandwidth as well. You know, that's that's you know, shared hosting is a great way to start. I still have a number of hosts or excuse me websites that are hosted on shared hosting through bluehost specifically askpat.com slash bluehost if you want to get that for 395 a month but the thing is you are giving up a little bit of control with such a basic package because other people are on that same server that's where vpss come in or virtual private servers which make it a little bit more in under your control and then you get into dedicated servers, which are, and you know, obviously the price goes up from shared hosting all the way to dedicated. And then there's the super dedicated servers with, you know, all the bells and whistles. You don't necessarily need, need that. But of course, you want to know how much traffic you have and how much, um, you know, bandwidth is being eaten up every day and to hopefully have a server that will be able to serve that. But let me go over some things you can do on your website right now or things you should be doing over time, especially from the beginning, to make sure that you are giving yourself the opportunity to load your page the fastest. Now, before we even get into that, well, why is it important to load fast? Well, one, obviously for user experience. When a page is super slow to load, especially in today's age, uh, we sometimes will just not even wait. We won't even give it a couple seconds sometimes. We just exit. Now, it's important for that reason, for user experience, but it's also important because faster web time or faster load time means higher rankings in Google. It's true. Google actually takes into account, it's one piece of their gigantic, complicated, sometimes mysterious algorithm that helps you rank your page higher. And, you know, that sort of makes sense when you think about it because Google wants to make the user experience as good as possible. So, of course, if, a, if there's a better user experience because of a faster load time, they're going to rank those pages faster. So that's why it's important. So along those lines, here are the things you can do to increase the load time on your site. This is a really quick thing you, do, you could do as well. If you, if you use a lot of images, oftentimes we find images. Sometimes we use images from Flickr and then we give credit to them or download them download them from iStockphoto.com or another you know 
picture place, um, or we even upload our own pictures from our camera, whatever the case may be, you know, oftentimes we don't even pay attention to how big they are. They're just, that's the size, and we post them up there. And we don't realize that every sort of megabyte that's up there is another megabyte that somebody has to load before the page is fully loaded. So you want to make sure your, your image files are as small as possible. Now, if you don't have any Photoshop capability, maybe you don't have the software, or even if you do, you know, it could be a little complicated sometimes. Um, you can use a web page called pickresize.com to help shrink those files. They'll keep them the same. They'll, they'll keep them the same size. You know, you can if you want, or though you know, you can actually change the size on this site if you want. But you can keep it the same size. It just reduces the file size, which is really, really helpful. So again, that's pickresize.com. P-I-C-R-E-S-I-Z-E.com. Now, if you do have a little bit of Photoshop or Photoshop-like software experience, all you have to do is save the file as a, as a lower quality, just a little bit lower quality to make a big difference in terms of how big it is. So for Photoshop, for example, if you go to the menu and you go to file and then save as web or save for web, you then have the option of choosing a PNG or a JPEG. And then within the JPEG file, you can choose from, you know, highest, you know, sort of medium, medium to low, and then lowest quality. Even just going from highest quality to high will make a big difference. But of course, it depends on what that image is. If it's a photo, you want to make sure, you know, maybe it's on high. But if it's just a graph or a chart or something, you can even go low and make that image just really, really small. Even sometimes, you know, I remember posting a few images that were in the in the tens range of, of kilobytes, like 15 kilobytes. So it's almost instant in terms of it coming on the screen and somebody loading a page with that image. So smaller image files, that's step number one. Um, Tip number two, less plugins. The more plugins you have, if you're on a content platform like WordPress, the, the faster your site's going to run. That's just the way it is because plugins, as convenient as they are, they do slow down our sites. And the more that you have, the more things that are happening internally on your website when people load the page, a lot of things are happening. People, you know, Plugins are talking with other plugins and just things are sort of coming up in order as they come in and there's calls from third-party things that come in and just it just creates a mess so minimalize your plugins minimal plugins so it might be a good time to go in there into your plugin section and see okay which ones am i actually using or even more importantly which ones are actually working for me right now i remember the first time i was told to clean up my plugins i had cleaned up about 40 different plugins yeah 40 um yeah <laughs> my page was loading 13 seconds before it was finally done that was that was crazy before we move on to the next tip, something I want to share with you is how to track how long your page is loading. You don't want to just use a stopwatch and be like, okay, done, because you actually might not know that there's other things going on behind the scenes. So there's actually three tools I want to share with you in terms of understanding what's happening behind the scenes when your page is loaded. So there's one called GTmetrics. GTmetrics.com is the first one. You just have to, and it's free, you just put your URL in there and press a button and spits out this report for you, not only how long it takes to load your site, but what's taking the longest. And then you could take that to a developer or even if you have some experience on your own, you could see what parts will make the biggest difference in terms of changing things up in the future. Another one is called whyslow.org. Y is in the letter Y, slow. So letter Y and then S-L-O-W dot org. And similar to the other one, 
it'll give you a report and help you figure out what you need to do to make your site move faster. And then three, another fun sort of site to work with. It doesn't really tell you anything except how long your site takes to load and then how long somebody else's site takes to load. So you can actually compare your site against another site, perhaps your competitor's site. And then, you know, maybe maybe that'll give you the motivation to actually do things to make it move faster. Or you might actually see that yours is running faster than your competitors. It's kind of cool. So again, that's whichloadsfaster.com. And then there was gtmetrics.com and also whyslow.org. Okay, so the next tip I want to give you is probably going to be the one that gives you the most dramatic change in terms of page load time. However, it can also provide the most problems because... You know, this is a. I'm talking about caching plugins. Caching plugins sort of create a static version of your content and delivers it to your visitors. Um, it might be, it might sound a little technical. I'm not not going to go over it, but there's a lot of different caching plugins out there. The reason it works so well is just essentially just makes stuff that happens on your site all the time show up much faster. And the issue is that there's a lot of incompatible. Well, that's a weird word incompatibility issues with plugins that are out there. So there's two caching plugins that I want to share with you, but I will warn you that if you were to install these sort of without some help, um, you might run into some issues, although they do have good support. So, you know, utilize them if you can, but this will make you the biggest difference if you do this right. And there's a lot of settings involved. Again, way over my head. I have people doing this for me now. Um, and I recommend you have people do it for you too. So the first one is called W3 Total Cache. And the other one is called WP Super Cash. Both of them are great, um, and I've used them both before. Currently, Smart Passive Income is using W3 Total Cash. And that's in conjunction with my fourth tip, which will make that, that sort of happen faster, uh, is a CDN, or Content Delivery Network which essentially, essentially uh, utilizes incredibly fast servers out there to deliver bits and pieces of your site much faster to your audience based on sort of what they've already seen. So, for example, if you have something in your header that's shown on every page or something in your sidebar that's, so, that's you know, pretty much on every page, um, those things are going to be pulled much faster and essentially skipped because they'll already be there when people visit your site. So it'll make your site load much, much, much faster. And so... That's a content delivery network. Again, pretty technical stuff here, but you know, I started with the easy ones, uh, but now we're getting into some technical stuff. MaxCDN is the one that I use. So that's M-A-X-C-D-N.com. You can get more information about that. But if you were going to use a caching plugin, I would recommend using also something like MaxCDN or a different content delivery network to make your site load even faster. And again, hopefully this is just a good introduction for you if you're just starting out. Perhaps keep this in mind in the future, or if you are hiring somebody to help you, this is what you could, this is the kind of stuff you want to tell them that you want. Then number five is and this might sound um, simple, and it is, but there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes here, and that is to perhaps use a more optimized theme. There are themes out there, premium themes that you pay for that you know optimize for SEO and make sure that everything's good on the back end in terms of getting found and ranked in Google. Well. A lot of those sites are also optimized for speed as well. They're coded in such a way that the parts of the page that show up are shown much faster in a more logistic fashion um, in terms of all the coding. It, again, over my head a little bit, but you know, keep in mind that your theme will make a difference in terms of how fast your, your page loads. There's a couple of platforms or theme platforms out there that work really well in terms of optimizing for SEO and speed and that is thesis and that's the one that smartpassiveincome.com uses and there's also genesis as well plus a whole slew of other ones that are great too 
Next tip, if you wanted to and you had the resources, and this is my last one, I would definitely hire out. Hire somebody who can help you make your, your page load faster. See what other sites they've done in their portfolio and go to their sites and see if, how fast they are and uh, make that happen on your own site because, I mean, there's nothing uh, more beautiful than a fast-loading page. You know, when people don't tell you how slow your site is, that, that's a good thing. You know, you want your page to load so fast that it's just kind of seamless. The whole experience is seamless, and that's what I want for you guys. So hopefully this stuff helps. And even if you pull some of these things out now and do some of these things later, you know, start something now in terms of making sure you are optimizing for maximum speed on your website. So, Pete, thank you so much for your question today. I really appreciate it. And Ask Pat T-shirt is going to be headed your way. You'll get an email from my assistant very soon about that. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. I look forward to listening to your question. And finally, I want to thank today's sponsor again, which is FreshBooks.com. You can get it for free right now if you go to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. You can start your free trial today. I've been using it. It's been great for organizing and the best part about it, it is, uh, you know, during tax season, it's just a couple clicks of a button to get all the sheets and forms that my CPA needs um, to understand exactly what's going on in my business. At any point in time, I can I can actually go in and see how I've been doing over a certain time period. How does how does this month look compared to last month? It's just super great. You know, you have so many other things you need to spend your time doing other than just organizing your finances. This is something that should almost be done for you, and it can be done for you with something like FreshBooks. So again, getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section. And finally, as always, I'd like to end with a quote, and today's quote is from Bert Rutan, and his quote is, testing leads to failure, and failure leads to understanding. You gotta test. Always be testing. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.